Hey there, welcome to the Night Force Action Report. It's episode number 206 for Tuesday, April 19th, 2022 from HorribleNight.com. I am your host, Justin Lacey, here to go through some video game stuff with, as always, my co-host, Ryan Billingsley. As always, this weather sucks. It, it snowed. It snowed. Like, it was one of those things where I heard it. I, no, I read it on my news feed before I saw outside. And I was like, oh, is it going to just be one of those days where we're all talking about the weather? But but this is past April 15th. This is bananas. We had snow this morning. Yep. It's gross. Um, once we get through the weather, uh, we're going to talk about Unreal 5 and then talk a little bit about handhelds and the new play date that is on its way to my house. Wow. Well, actually, I haven't got the shipping. I, I'm in the group, though. Who knows when that will uh, shake out. So before we get to that video game stuff, um, I think we're done with the weather. Unless you want to talk about some love and thunder, Ryan. That was, <laughs> that was, that was good. Oh, that was good. I like that one. I didn't know this trailer was dropping uh, this week. I thought it was going to... They were going to wait until... Uh, Doctor Strange to to drop oh, a Love and Thunder trailer. Hmm. I was saying until okay. until they were done with their, their <laughs> yeah, marketing until, circle. We would see the trailer after we saw the movie. Oh, it's their new thing. Uh, <laughs> stay stay till the after credit scene, which would be the trailer for the movie. <clears throat> um. Uh, I am so hyped for both of these two movies. Not even just maybe it's the MCU drought. Maybe it's the like going to the theaters for a Marvel movie drought for me because mm-hmm. the last couple haven't seemed like real movies in the theater. Um, but also just everything they've done with these characters and oh well for Doctor Strange everything that he's roped into everything that has happened mm-hmm. around him and he is made happen. But you know the evolution of Thor since Ragnarok has been a fun ride and um, yeah just seeing more of Hemsworth and also the tease that they fulfilled uh, at the end of the trailer with uh, Natalie Portman uh, being jacked <laughs> mm-hmm. um, was uh, uh, that teaser was everything I could have hoped for. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about it. <laughs> I guess the only thing I would say is like outside of, of new Thor reveal, which, which was like really awesome. I don't, I don't really understand what this movie is about. Not that that matters. Do you want to? But get- it's just like I, I don't. I don't. I'm not quite sure what we're doing. Um, because you know it's just the uh, the gist of it is it's Thor literally is like I'm I'm done heroing like like just just hanging up Corvette, the cape. Man. Like uh, Chris said in chat, uh, <laughs> he's having his midlife crisis. Uh, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, so my my predictions, uh, since they're based on nothing, because uh, they've basically showed us everything they've told us, um, I do think it looks like this entire time, this gap, he's been touring around with Guardians, and I think the movie's going to open with with Star-Lord kicking him out. I think it's going to be like one of the first things. Um, and- oh, I took a different... I, I felt like Star-Lord was going to have to go... He, he was going on his own. I felt like he was going separate from the Guardians because that was him telling them, like, remember who you love. And then Thor kept, like, doing the, like, head tilt thing and, like, <laughs> are you talking to me? Because, um, you know, he's still got some crap to work out with, you know, his 
girlfriend who was dead and now is alive but hates him again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm fine. Like, I didn't really like Ragnarok. Like, what Ragnarok was like really about didn't really matter. Like, that wasn't what I liked about that movie. It was just the music. It part was right. just <laughs> fun, and it wasn't trying to like. It really wasn't trying to stitch anything together. Like, it wasn't one of those MCU movies that has to do a lot of, like, work to, like, bring different parts together to set up a new Avengers movie. Um, and this very much, this this seems like this is going to be like that as well. Because who even knows what an Avengers movie is anymore? Nobody Man, does. Yeah, I might set up Guardians. Um, uh, yeah. And knows? then everything else is, yeah, who knows. But, um, yeah, just happy to see this movie exists because it was becoming kind of a joke that we had not seen anything about it in it was going to come out in July, but yeah, now yeah. May, July going to be uh, some fun MCU days. Um, yep. What's going on with you? Uh, well, boy, where do I start? Uh, Killing Eve had its final episode. Um, the series is now concluded. Um, it's a good show. It gets pretty nuts during some of those parts. Um, I thought the the final season was was pretty strong. Um, I think they kind of got back to what made that show great after they kind of wandered a little bit um, in the season before. So, um, but yeah, I uh, I'm a huge I love Jodie Comer. I think she's just she does Psycho like assassin better than anybody I know, and uh, was really really great in that show. So sad that that one's over but did did enjoy it um awesome we and the rest of the internet Mm -hmm. i don't even like sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't understand where Mm. twitter trends come from uh but for some reason we all remembered that magneto was a badass in x-men first class um and there's one particular scene that was going around on twitter that i saw that then got posted on our discord Mm -hmm. um where he uh completely destroys some nazis in argentina um, so I ended up going back and watching it cause I haven't seen first class in sure. forever. I don't man, remember. Man, did that trilogy have some promise. <laughs> that first class is, is good. Mm-hmm. It's like a good X-Men movie. And like, yeah, besides Logan, you're like, man, you guys, it's like every single time you get, you get so close and then you're like, blah, 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 blah. and then I remember we get days of future the past. days of future past was pretty Ugh. good until you, like you just kind of had to go along with her, like okay, maybe this will have a payoff in the third movie. And then yeah, they didn't yeah. didn't uh, fulfill that one. Much but, like uh, the original yeah. X Men trilogy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, first class. If you've if you have not checked that one out, uh, it is great, and it really is. Uh, like I've always been a fan of Magneto's, um, because he's been at the heart of some some serious chaos in the, in the comic universe. Um, but he also had a great, I'm like a huge fan of the age of apocalypse run, Mm -hmm. um, where he basically leads the X-Men, which is really cool. So I was thinking Um, about, I was thinking about watching that scene and, you know, Magneto and, um, his ties to, to world war two. Um, have they re- had to rewrite his origin story a bit for now that enough time has gone by? You know, just like if they want to make Magneto younger, I don't even know how that how that works. 
Or do you yeah, know? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I haven't. I've been like out of the comic game for so long mm-hmm. that I'm not really sure. Because he he's he last time I was reading, he was old. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what they're gonna do with that, or you know, if you get a you get a new Magneto. Yeah. Um, as as sometimes the comics like to do. Um. Yeah. Not sure. But yeah. yeah but yeah. When the, the all the story beats that make you actually build or have sympathy for him and understanding for him before he does his evil shit. That was always my favorite part about the, that, that particular villain. Yeah. And it's a, it's a compelling, it's like a really good back and forth between him and Charles and the idea of naive optimism and severe punishing pessimism Mm -hmm. and, you know, how they kind of, you know, work that out and, you know, and it, it kind of touches on, you know, there's lots of mutants have a lot of like discrimination and um, bigotry and stuff that's associated with like those stories. And they just, they could have told some really compelling stories in that universe. Uh, I just don't, I just don't know that that was the team that was ever going to do it. So Uh, I went to my first bar mitzvah. I've never been to a bar mitzvah, but I went to a bar mitzvah this past weekend, which uh, was awesome. Super cool. Um, um the 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 man the boy who is becoming a man mm-hmm. i should say it, mm-hmm. they were very keen to be like no it doesn't mean they are a man it's like they're now on the road to being a man. oh i, I didn't know like, that's good I didn't know that. that's I'm- good because no 13 year old is a man, <laughs> let me tell you i've been on those uh now, 33 year olds jets. maybe maybe yeah. Yeah. yeah um but no he did a great job uh it's well because no literally there is a point in the in the because you so we have a service first so mm-hmm. we actually went to the synagogue um which was was which was cool um but he has to like read hebrew from the torah and like have like all of that memorized and not just read it it's like you have to chant it so you have to know how to both read it and sing it at the same time and he's like 13 like sure. when i was 13 i didn't know shit so um it was impressive it was cool um and then it's it's Passover right now for um, the Jewish people. So, like, lunch was <clears throat> a, a different lunch, but it was really good. It was really good. Um, so, that was really cool. And then we took, like, a little time out. So, we came home for a little bit, kind of recuperated and everything. And then they had, like, the party. And mm. the party was at Dave and Buster's. Okay. Which, yep. uh, if you're unfamiliar, Dave and Buster's is, like... Um, lots of arcade games and, uh, you know, tickets and there's can, a bar. I think you can and eat, drink, watch and play if you go yes, there. Yes, there I you think. go. There you go. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, we, we, we played some games and, um, and did that kind of stuff. Uh, and so the thing that really struck me while I was there is uh, arcade games have gone to complete hell. Like, I would say there was at least 12 to 20 games that were mobile games on a very large screen. Like, literally, pay money to play Cut the Rope, which you could just play on your phone Mm -hmm. that's in your hand. Pay money to play Flappy Bird. Um, There's one of the ones, and I don't know if you've seen this one, uh, Minecraft Dungeons has an arcade game. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. Okay, so so one of it's it's at least one of the ones that's trying to do something interesting. As you're playing it, 
you get like playing cards that represent like skins or weapons or pets or things that you have collected while you're playing it. And then you can like, if you come back, you bring those cards and it will like scan the cards so that you like can get your, your stuff back. Um, which is interesting because, you know, kids love to collect things. So it's like got that kind of going for it. Plus you're, you're pumping. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting your parents to come back because you want right. to do the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, it, it's, it's pretty awful. Like I had free, I, I couldn't like find a game that I wanted to play because yeah. they all just looked. So they didn't either. I'm guessing they didn't have the star Wars machine anymore. That was like the kind of tie no. fighter in a pod. Type thing. Oh no, they had a VR Darth Vader one, but I am mm. not ready to put uh communal <laughs> VR goggles sure. on me at this point. Maybe never. Pandemic or no pandemic, I just don't trust people. Um so they had that the it was like the I think that's the one that you it's the same one that you can get that's like the Darth Vader lightsaber battle um VR game. But no, I did not see the Star Wars Battle Pod. That's what mm, you're looking for. I don't for. remember seeing that. That was um, the last <clears throat> big one they made. And I remember Josh and his NetHead days. Like, we made a special trip to Dave and Buster's when we found out they had it. That was the last time oh, we went wow. to Dave and Buster's was to go play the Star Wars Battle Pod. Um, nice. Uh, Penguin asks about Ski Ball in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I did play Ski Ball, but we, it's so dumb. So, we had one card between Anna and myself. And so we wanted to play together, like play against each other. Well, you can't do that because there's a timeout on how quickly you can scan and rescan a card. So that kept being a problem. But then there were three different sets of, of skee-ball machines. Not a single one had two working machines. There was like always one was broken and one would work. So that was dumb. Uh, but yes, I did play skee-ball, um, which is which is all time for me. Yeah, yeah. I love to. it. I love ski ball. I think it's great. If 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 there was like that kind of like I don't know if you'd call that carnival esque kind of game, but th- like that kind of game, I would love to have a ski ball machine in my basement. That'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I was up to. What about yourself? You've been uh just having so much fun trying to throw money at people. Uh, I mean, I want I don't want to say they don't want it. They just want a lot more <laughs> of it. And they don't deserve it. Um, yeah, let's talk about buying homes and buying cars in 2022. Uh, mm. In that we have given up on buying a home in 2022. It just, I don't know what's going to happen. But right now, this does not make any financial sense to do it. So we have redirected our energies to looking at cars, which if that was the only thing you're doing, that's also not a great investment. Um, from my research, it basically is boiled down to... Um, if you want a recently used car, you it's actually a better value to invest in a new car. Problem is there aren't new cars in the lot. And then what I learned mm. this weekend is even when you find those and you test drive four or five of them and the entire time you're looking at these sticker prices um, and doing your math and you sit down on the uh, at the negotiating table, which is its own horrible experience, that has not changed. Mm-hmm. What has changed is they have all the power now because they t- they take that sticker price, which, you know, you're used to. Oh, that's the starting point for our negotiations. And I'm going to get it for below that. 
No, they they say that's the sticker price, uh, and then add ten percent. That's what they're doing. At least here locally, your results may vary based on where you're living. But um, and then somebody, I think Josh, somebody posted a chart um, of yeah, it's just last year was the it first. Was like, Good. Yeah, it was like eighty nine percent of all sales last year were over sticker, which is like, and it was like two years before that it was single digits. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so yeah, I was not prepared. I found a car I wanted, but I was not prepared for that. Like, I mean, that was that made uh, thousands of dollars of difference and uh, what I was sure. negotiating for. And it was just like realizing, oh, they're not budging from this stuff. Like, they'll negotiate in on on some trade ins and that kind of stuff, but they were not budging on that sticker price or the the above sticker price. And it's like, okay. I, so I walked away, felt good about that. Like I was, I was in the middle. I was like, no, I really want the car. They know I really want the car. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I was texting with my fiance, just kind of saying, I was like, man, I just can't get them to move. And she's like, well, you just walk away. I was like, oh yeah, that is an option. I'm not like, <laughs> I haven't like agreed to anything. I'd taken up this dude's, a lot of this dude's time, but who cares? So, uh, I was yeah. able to walk away, did, did some more online shopping. And so I'm starting to look in, outside of my metro area to figure out because i know what car i want and finding that on a lot has been the tricky part but i found one a couple uh an hour or so away so we'll see how that goes and i know i know what the actual price is they're going to ask for now so now i'm i'm better better mentally prepared to do that but yeah negotiating okay, well, stop beating around the bush what what did you test drive and what did you like <laughs> i i'm not proud of it because i uh I have quirky tastes in cars and I don't really know cars, but actually I, so we were trying to find, um, we were trying to find kind of a, I don't like SUVs, but I kind of wanted a bigger car. So I was looking at some crossover stuff. Um, and, uh, ended up at the Hyundai dealership because I really liked the look of all their 2022 models. Like they've changed Mm -hmm. the, the body style for all that stuff. So, uh, test drove and, uh, a Kona, um, which, is a, a a small fast little SUV, um, but didn't have didn't really have any like uh, size upgrades over sedans or even my small car. Like it was weird of just mm. like it's bigger, but the way they use the space inside the car, you're not really gaining any space. And I was like, what the mm-hmm. hell's the point? And then I so I drove their uh, their new Elantra and actually had a lot of fun driving that thing. So that's what I'm currently going after and going to negotiate for. Don't tell them, don't let them have the advantage. But, uh, uh, I didn't make it over. I thought I was going to go to over the Honda dealer, but I didn't end up, end up having to do that. Cause I ended up driving three or four cars at one dealership. So, mm. um, but yeah, it was, uh, kind of realized I want something that I enjoy driving. And both of those, both of those hit me. Uh, now I should say the Kona limited hit me because that had a turbocharged engine and, I didn't know that was available on the first Kona I drove, which just, you know, felt fine. But then I got in the turbo charge and I was like, oh, yeah, now that's the accelerator is actually doing something. So, um, <laughs> so that was fun. But yeah, I love my turbo. yeah, um, it was just weird. I think Coop said it like to go in there and have no, nothing to negotiate with nothing on like they have all of the keys <laughs> um, yeah. and uh the rules that I thought existed and have been 10 years since I bought a car of those weren't even in play. He's like, no, I was, I was like, okay, then you said this, I said this. And he went and talked to his guy. He's like, and they didn't move it. And I was like, Oh, I didn't think that's how this was supposed to go. He's like, yeah. So I was like, I guess I should, I should go. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, did he like call you back or anything after you left? Like, I can't tell. So they do. So, uh, one of the marketing companies I used to work for, we used to work for a company that sold email products to car dealers. Mm-hmm. Like, so we would sell them these templated emails and these other things that they would link to. Um, so I think I just got canned email messages that I'm automatically go out. Like here's the, the day after the visit email, email and the one oh, three days later. Sure. There was a little bit of customized messaging um, that he, he know, I know what you're looking for now and I'll let you know when we have that. Cause they, they do in, in June, they will have what I'm looking for. But so I'm starting to look for, I don't want to wait till June. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, he wasn't mean or he wasn't, uh, negative or anything but it was kind of when he knew the deal wasn't happening he just kind of went cold on me it was really it's always funny to see how friendly they are until i'm now officially wasting his time so um it's great out there um i don't know when when we get the power back if we ever get the power back either on either we just need more people to walk away from these crappy deals for them to not make sales but But apparently people are buying them over stickers so because they're just not cars like yeah, the supply has to be fixed, right? That's how it, I don't know. Um, in the meantime, I did have a couple board game nights, so checking in on that stuff. Um, first, a shout out to Kingdom Death, which Ryan, you would be pretty interested in. It it I don't. So I backed the Monster Hunter World Kickstarter, and that is okay. on its way here eventually. Kingdom Death is set up like Monster Hunter, and that you get a group of people together and you go kill a horrific beast and then you harvest its materials. Then you take it back to a settlement and help build up the settlement and also make gear for yourself to go out and hunt another horrific beast. Um, And then once once you've fought one of a type, then it becomes, uh, it's in your list and you can just choose to go farm that thing if you want. Um, So it's that. If... It's Monster Hunter if you basically kind of set it in an Elden Ring world. Like, it's just a really dark, hopeless environment. You the, you start the game as basically four cavemen or cave people, mm-hmm. and you're fighting a giant lion with s- sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... It's the first board game I've ever played that did, does the uh, kind of video game trick of the first thing you run into is super powerful and you're supposed to die. But I've never, oh. I've never had that feeling in a in a board game. Granted, my crew of four, they all survived. They had played the game before, uh, and then they wanted me to learn how to play the game. So they let me basically take the brunt of everything. And this thing just, it's supposed to be hard, but it kicked the shit out of me because like every roll I did, I failed. Like it was just like <laughs> nothing came close to going my way, and. You basically have four body parts, you know, your your head, your chest, your arms, your legs, I think, and it'll five in your waist that will take damage. And it'll like when you take damage, it'll tell you which ones they get. They they target. Um, and then basically after you've taken enough damage on a body part, if the, you get hit again, you have to like roll the dice to see what happened to that body part. So my head took a bunch of damage because the lion swiped at me and uh so I had to roll the dice and roll the dice, and then Josh checks the book. It's just, well, your head exploded. <laughs> <You Ooh>. were, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it's real brutal. It's got, oh, it's 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 very memorable for that. Um, 
And uh, yeah, now that I have that Monster Hunter game coming, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see which one sticks. I mean, this one has just, I don't know, feels real authentic as far as its world. Um, and also just the monster designs in it are, are ridiculous. So Kingdom Death, good luck getting that game, though. It's super expensive and apparently sells out every time it hits the stores. So. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, find a friend that has it um, <laughs> or we'll go play Monster Hunter. And then um, <laughs> the other big one we played was a sports game, a tabletop kind of miniatures. Looks, you know, convince me that you're using Warhammer figures to play a game called Dreadball, not to be confused okay. with Blood Bowl, but it's basically futuristic handball where, you know, these characters kind of beat the crap out of each other to get to the ball and to shoot the ball, and sometimes they kill each other, um, and you get different factions. Um, and it's, but it plays real fast. It plays real, real fun, and there's a lot of strategy to it, and it makes a lot of spent uh, sense as a sports fan. Um, and we had a real dramatic ending that, um, basically I was way ahead, but the way points work that if you score, if your team scores on the other, another team's goal, it gives you points and takes points away from them. So there was like a, like if you shoot a three pointer, it's going to be actually a six point swing. So I was ahead, but Josh made this last ditch effort, hit a buzzer beater type of shot and stole the points from me, gained his points, and he won the game. And everybody's excited because he basically pulled off like, you know, five dramatic rolls in a row to make it happen. It was really low chances and super cool. And I look at him and I said, I still have a turn left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's the best. And then, um, uh, after you score, the ball goes back to the middle and you roll a dice to see which way it launches because it's kind of a circular arena. And I got the, you know, the perfect, the the one launch that would actually benefit me. And from there, I did my two, like, ridiculous rolls, hit my three-pointer, and won the and walked off and won the game. So, Oh, my goodness. It was, it was great to let him celebrate and just be like, ah, you forgot something. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think we're going to play a lot more Dreadball. They have a lot of materials for that and uh, um, trying to find an excuse to get people together on a regular basis. Uh, to play okay. play something like that, so um, those are fun. Um, yeah, took a lot of a lot of my energy, but you know the social aspect of playing tabletop that was that was kind of good to get out of the house this week. So um, nice. As far as horrible night, yeah, we'll just keep on with this night four stuff. I need to check in with um, Mister Radio, see how Tiny Tina's doing, or like or all his other children um, to see if. We're going to start up any of the podcast work there. But uh, Ryan and I will keep the night force going on Monday nights on Twitch TV slash Horrible Night. Um, yes. 10 p.m. Eastern if you want to come hang out. Otherwise, catch it in your podcast feeds on Tuesday. We've retooled the show. I think, I think I'm think i done tinkering for this year. I think we like <coughs> we're it. Good. I think um, we're in a good place. Yeah. So hopefully uh, uh, it uh, it's a little crispier for you. Um, speaking of which, let's get Straight to our- Straight out of that fryer. <laughs> That's an air fryer. I'm told we need to get an air fryer. Um, let's get to our first drop, which is you're checking in with Epic. Ooh, Unreal 5 engine has been released. Um, if you'll journey back into uh, way, way back uh, when we got to see a preview of it, um, they did this. The preview was stunning. It's, so it's like you're inside this temple 
and it's kind of like the roof kind of opens and you just see this light spill out over all of these figurines that are in this temple. And then you like follow this character and she does this, she's like flying, you know, super fast through this, what looks like this big open world. Um, and it all looks super gorgeous. And we're like, that's awesome. That's cool. You know, mm-hmm. can't wait to, you know, see what that's going to look like, uh, whenever this thing comes out, which is going to be like, yeah. you know, in five years or something like that. But they're like, no, 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 no. This is going to be like soon. Uh, and soon is now. So it is out. Um, I'm going to warn you right now, spoilers, uh, my game what what I'm playing is going to be real light because I spent literally every free moment okay. I had okay. in Unreal Engine 5 this past week. Um, I was going through my gamedev.tv classes that I like, mm-hmm. um, and they've actually already updated some of their stuff to use uh, Unreal Engine 5, which is really cool. That's pretty fast turnaround. So, um, so the big thing is Lumen. Lumen is the new lighting engine. Um, and the thing that Lumen can do is in real time, it does um, reflective lighting faster than we've probably ever seen in an engine that people can just download to their machines and run. Um, it, it's It's stunning. I mean, like there are some good demos out there. There's one I saw that somebody was like, they like had created this room and they lit it with lumen and then they showed like as they closed the wall, you know, how the light dynamically changed at runtime. And it, it's it's we just haven't seen stuff look this good yet. Um it really is very, very impressive. And good job um, avoiding saying unreal. <laughs> thank you. Um it's also not a surprise why we saw prior to this just being released, we did see CD Projekt Red say they were going to jump over to Unreal. Um, and there was another another team um, that's going to go use Unreal Engine um, because they're not going to be able to do this. Like, that, it's just not going to happen. Do you think it's soon? that? Do you think it's because unreal I, 5 I think it's that and then i think it's that their engines were garbage and nobody <laughs> wanted to work with them and now you can work with a tool set that's you know that you have lots of different teams working with and you can lean on you know the community and you can you can just you it's getting like because you have so many development teams using the engine the engine is going to surface problems faster because you're going to see it across a huge um, blast zone, uh, so to speak. So I think that's a huge benefit, too, because I think, you know, we all saw what happened with Cyberpunk. Like, that engine had problems. Like, it wasn't just a QA thing. Like, it was like the engine just fundamentally was having issues trying to execute this thing that they wanted to do. And you know, you can turn to something like unreal and offload all of that work of trying to patch an engine while you're also trying to patch the game while you're also trying to do a remaster or whatever it is like, you know, that eats up development time that they just didn't, I think they, they looked at the, the writing on the wall and just like, we can't do it. We can't do all of these things. It's not, I mean, some, yeah, sub level it's, it's just not worth it. So yeah, it was uh, that new kingdom hearts game uh, that it, that's going to be in unreal five. That was other big. Oh one. Yeah. Yeah, um, which will be cool too. Yeah. Um I was going to yeah, I was going to also say that um 
And that really just kind of leaves EA and Ubisoft kind of using their own shit. Um, yeah, and I guess Capcom um, with their, um, <laughs> what is that thing called? The Res- not the Re- It's the Resident Evil engine. I forget the name of the... Yeah, what... But Monster Hunter's using it now. It's Oh, it's just RE Engine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just about another big one out there. Like, that's like, I feel like Rockstar at some point almost has to, they're not a, they're not a tech company. It feels like they, they might benefit from making a switch, but I wonder what the, who the next big one to, to, <laughs> to give up on their own engine and, and switch over, uh, is going to be. And wasn't, was it Jedi Fallen Order? There was some EA yeah, game that yeah. I remember did get made in Unreal because and uh, wasn't made in Frostbite because it was re- because Respawn got to swing their um, success around a bit. So yeah, yeah. They, they got to use to get that game off the ground quickly. That was all they basically. I think when they announced that studio, it was it was well, we're going to use Unreal so we can pick up where we left off, basically, and 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 jumpstart these games because if you buy respawn you don't want them to also have to learn dice's engine so yeah which has been notoriously awesome yeah battlefield's in great shape (laughs) um which actually it's funny i if i'm not mistaken um apex legends is actually in a super <gasps> heavy modified source engine. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they use. They were like a big believer in source, and I, I'm that pretty sure Titanfall that makes more sense. was also in source. Um, You're absolutely right. But it's correct. like, like it doesn't look anything like what they used to make the last half. Like it's been completely uh, overhauled. But I'm sure there was like, okay, you don't have to use Frostbite but you can't use unreal. Like there's got to be some directive at that, at that <laughs> yeah. level, but yeah. we're not giving those bastards any money. <laughs> Figure this out. <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's the motivation behind most of those deals. Like, yeah. Are those, those large publishers that don't want to, you know, they're watching their bottom line and they don't want to give that percentage away, but they also don't realize the, what they're actually undertaking. And I don't think you can really just, no one's going to just create a new engine internally anymore. Like, and like, unless you're yeah. going to like buy Carmack and he suddenly figures something out, you know what I mean? Like the established yeah. tech is the established tech at this point. I can't see another, um, high level engine suddenly competing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the other thing that you get from this is you get an engine that works on all platforms. Mm. And like, we have seen so many ports, um, just fall apart trying to make transitions across different uh, different platforms. So, you know, that's the other benefit you get is you just know, like, like yeah, Fortnite runs on PC and PlayStation, and it's like it's going to run everywhere because they want that game everywhere, and that means that the engine is capable of of being put out there everywhere. So, like, that success is is really helping them do that. So you said you spent all week with it, and I'm kind of curious – is that normal or are you more excited to get back into this because it's a new engine? Like, I don't know how, where you left off with your unreal four run, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I got, um, I got a pretty good ways into my stuff with unreal four. Um, I just didn't have like anything at the time that I, I wanted to do. And then I was just really busy with work and it's hard to, 
it's hard to code during the day and then come home and be excited yeah. to code at night. So, um, but no, like I think this is exciting. But the other thing that you won't hear the industry talk about, but it's a huge deal for people who have to use it, is they also redid the entire UI. Mm. I hated Unreal's UI. I thought it was it looked really bad. It looked like um it looked like it was designed by developers and I mean that in the worst way possible. Um so they completely overhauled it. So it's it's just a lot. It's it's more compact. It's um it just feels really nice to work in the engine. Um they also have created their own it's called Control Rig, which now lets you do animations inside of Unreal Engine, um, which also means that you can do a lot of like um, programmatic stuff with like blueprints, which is kind of like um, it's it's like a node based visual coding language that's built in Unreal Engine um, that very coolly can like like go it can coexist with C and can even they can even like call into each other. Um, which is cool, but like, if you just want to be able to like drag nodes out and, and program your stuff that way, you can do that. Um, so it's just a, it's just a really versatile tool. Um, and I just don't think anybody does the, the 3d rendering, uh, quite like they do. Um, I think the, the, you literally can create a new project. Lumen is the default rendering engine for lighting and you can throw some lights in there and it looks stunning. And you didn't, you didn't have to like go learn advanced lighting optimization techniques. Like they really are taking that burden off of creators so that they can make stuff that looks really cool, but focus on the things that are core to your gameplay loop and not have to like spend a bunch of time, uh, dialing and lighting and, and stuff like that. So it's cool. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep working at it. Uh, I'm on my, my third game now, and this one is specifically going to delve more into using Lumen and, and that kind of thing. So, um, I'll report back how easy that is. Um, what when I your, get there, what were your first two games? What it, what's the one line description for? So the first one was called, uh, warehouse wreckage which is basically just kind of a uh, real intro level um, like physics. Like you can shoot projectiles at things in this warehouse and they'll just go shooting all over the place, um, which was fun. And it just worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, it's, you know, you, you can really kind of tell a physics engine when you start messing with it to see how things are going to react. And if they go completely nuts, then that's always kind of a, a warning flag. Um, the second one was, I'm, I'm getting the one that I started confused with the one that I did. What did I do before that? So, yeah, I'm just trying to compare it to that last unity course, 2d course that I did where it's like, Oh, you're making, uh, Oh, obstacle assault, which was a 3d platformer. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so you, yeah, you, you, kind of just made different um, obstacles. So there was like spinning platforms. It was kind of like, like loosely vamping off of fall guys of like kind of making that okay. kind of thing. Um, 
so that was that was pretty fun. And then the one that I'm doing now is called Crypt Raider. Um, so you're kind of like trying to find these um, secrets in this dungeon that you're going through. So you have like uh, secret like passages that you can open up, and you're trying to figure out how to how to steal the treasure cool. from the crypt. But it's it's like I said, it's mainly about lighting and um, and all that. So. I do I do wonder how long the devs have been using it, like. Um, if there's a, well, I wonder, I, f- I figure we'll get an announcement soon of the first Unreal 5 game that will be available. Like, I wonder if they've been able to work with it for a couple of years now at this point or not. But um, Yeah, well, I, th- I think, don't hold me to this, I think the Matrix thing was in Unreal Engine 5. Sure. Oh, yeah, that was that demo. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, if you have not seen the person who took that, they took the open <laughs> world that was for the Matrix and they basically just made... Superman. The coolest Superman game you've ever seen. Uh, that makes me super. Excited. I mean, I will not to be generic. I will say when I saw that, I was like, "Well, what tech is that?" Because he's obviously flying around a real city right now. Like it looked like it was <laughs> Google Earth. Like I don't know if it was. I don't know what I thought it was. So I was like, "Oh no! Sh- oh shit!" Yeah, that that I connected those dots to that Matrix demo, and like, my goodness, yeah, that uh, yeah, that worked. So right. cool. It'll be cool stuff. Cool. I'm glad you're messing with it. Um, we'll get uh, Coop involved. We'll, we'll make another game real quick. Real soon. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Games of the week. Yeah, this is a different different week. I, I was looking back. To be honest, besides stuff you don't want to hear about, all I played was a bunch of Rocket League. I will talk about it a little <laughs> bit. But I want to use my game of the week time because during one of my Rocket League sessions, um, in the background of my teammates... Uh, uh, gaming setup, you could hear his partner having a much, much better time than we were because we're <laughs> playing Rocket League and uh, being very serious, uh, regardless of how we're doing. And I'm, you know, what what game is she just really enjoying right now? I'd like to, like, I'm, I've got a, I've got a gap here. What, what is, she, what is she doing? It was Sea of Thieves. Oh boy. So it begs the question, what should we be doing with our time? Because we could be playing, do our year or our 18-month check-in on Sea of Thieves, or uh, I did just finish watching Skillup's kind of teardown of uh, Destiny Witch Queen. Hmm. Um, but uh, those, are, those are definitely ways to uh, spend our time. It's true. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm curious about both. Definitely still don't trust Sea of Thieves, but it's got to be it's got to be better now, right? Like that's got to be. You would think so. But also, the people that are still playing Sea of Thieves, I don't want to run into them. You know, I kind of want to get my yeah. own, get my own world <laughs> and see yeah. if, see if we can't get those uh, the drums uh, from one side of the map to the other to talk to the whales oh or gosh. whatever. Um, so but yeah, I just got me talking about Sea of Thieves again this weekend and my fiance loved playing that game. And I was like, yeah. I was like, it is a good game if I can shut my brain off as far as like not taking it personally when we literally flush three hours of gameplay down the toilet. Right. Um, did either of those pique your interest or is there a, I don't know. Another- oh, I see if Thieves has been on the tip of my brain for a while. Okay. And it's just, yeah, like figuring out how we can have fun like 
because the time when we have fun, it is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just I, like not wanting to feel like time was wasted. I forgot we played that game with Kyle for a little bit too. That was one oh, of those yeah. few non uh, Witcher games that popped up. Um, yeah, you're not going to get me to co op uh, Tiny Tina Penguin. It is what I thought it was, and I forgot that I didn't. Yeah, didn't like that. I'll play that <laughs> solo here and there, but it's that co op was not fun. And that's just it. Us. Just that's was, just us. it was just. I don't. I mean, it was just like talk about shutting your brain off. <laughs> Like, like, why are, I don't even, you guys could have been robots. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, except for Aaron's funny. Yes. <laughs> he is funny. But that's it. That's all we had going for us. So at least in Sea of Thieves, there's shenanigans and, you know. We yeah, get there's drunk not room and, for like sandbox bullshit in those Borderlands games, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, those aren't the moments. Um, and I don't want to play Grand Theft Auto online. I just, I don't. I tried that and it's, okay. I need it. So. Sounds like Sea of Thieves is warmer than Destiny. Um, yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. I mean, SkillUp's review was basically saying that Destiny is great right now for Destiny players, but has never been harder to get into for new yeah. players. And he also doesn't know where it's going from here uh, and is worried about it. That was, a, it was an interesting yep. review of like, it's kind of the best it can be, but it might be stuck. So that's, uh, you know, then there's still... Um, our dwarf mining bros that they had a new season. I think they've got like, some robot enemies or something. Um, and mm, uh, yeah, that's right. Deep Rock Galactic. Um, and this is all to say we'll, we'll eventually get warmed up again for Monster Hunter because Sunbreak's not too far away. But nope. Um, I played that today. But yeah, it's just like now I'm playing Rocket League with Rocket League people. But it's just like no. Basically, I had that. I had one night where Coop Coop was out of Elden Ring. And I was out of whatever. And it was like, we could play a game together. And we didn't come up with one. It was like, I couldn't hang I out with Coop because we could not come up with a game. <laughs> it was like, the I we- bet we could get him to, to, to pirate. We sure. got to get him before he gets a new game plus, though, or he's, he's gone. He's <laughs> going to him for another 100 he, hours. He's better than I am. That at, like, he'll, no, he'll play to just hang out. Like, he doesn't. That's true. So, okay. All right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Sea of Thieves. Okay. Um, so the other quick shout-outs. Uh, did play some more Forgive Me Father, and that game continues to be a better shooter than I expected. Um, it's still it's still weird that it flips between being super atmospheric and then kicks in the Doom music, but the, the I don't know, when the, when th- that game turns on, like when, when you are surrounded by enemies, it it justifies the music, but it's just, it's not always happening. So it's just, uh, that's an interesting mix. The artwork's real good. It reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of Void Bastards art style. Um, so it's kind of got that, uh, comic book shaded look to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, lots of Cthulhu tentacles everywhere. Um, in deep, in deep on the, I didn't know that the Marvel puzzle quest, um, adventure is years long like basically you read through these guides on reddit and it's just like this is this is how you're going to work through all the tiers of characters and just know it's going to take years to do this like plural and i'm just like what but i unlocked uh dr strange and he's got some passive ability that just makes it super fun for me so uh, i still still get mad at the game that i can't speed anything up 
Like, I don't yeah. care about these animations of my opponents. Just let me take my next turn. Like, yes, they had a four. They had four combos in a row. Whatever. It just takes too damn long. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Elden Ring and and realize I didn't touch it for the first week in a while. Oh. Uh, and it wasn't. That's weird. It was because I wasn't really playing games. I didn't just. I didn't end up on my PlayStation this week. So nothing against it, but that happened, which makes me think: Do I? Yeah, do I pick up Horizon like the next time I go back? Like, do we just like call it for now? I don't know. Um, but yeah, Rocket League went into a doubles tournament uh, with Travis. We've been on a decent run in our doubles, and um, I have not won a tournament yet. Like, we've played a handful together. Uh-huh. One, I realized if you do well in the tournament, it takes a while. It takes a good hour and a half to get through that thing because the semifinals and the finals are uh, best two out of three. Um, and you've got to win a few rounds to get there. And we did. We kicked ass. We kicked absolute ass until the semifinals and then got our asses handed to us. <laughs> it was just oh, like this man. steep. I was like, we. I knew, I figure we're going to be... In the top five, no problem. Any any tournament we jump into at uh, the current level we're at, but there's always yeah. going to just be that that outlier. There could be some people that just drop down, and um, yeah, when that game is brutal, it, it hurts. But uh, yeah, I, I've been playing with multiple trios uh, groups, and still, I don't know. I'm I'm loving that game again right now. But uh, but also, we're not playing in the league, and that's that's like allowing me to enjoy it in a different way. So that's like, without some pressure, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, just Rocket League turns out that game's still all right, but it's, it does feel like it's in limbo. It feels like, you know, they, the launching sideswipe kind of distracted from the, the narrative around what's going on with Rocket League as a platform. Like there has oh. to be some sort of upgrade to it, right? I mean, do I want that? I don't, you can't really 2.0 that game, but something needs reset. I don't know. I yep. mean, they're doing their theme for this season is cartoons or something. You know that terrible looking Borderlands uh, version of Tokyo is uh, ugly. But um, not sure what else they can do there. But I'll keep playing. Second drop, final final drop. If you're keeping keeping track, um, I mentioned earlier that I am awaiting my delivery of the new Playdate handheld. Uh, I am in group one. We got to, you know, we got to, uh, <laughs> I'm doing the crank. Right? That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Cranking? Uh, um, I know. I didn't want to take that moment to, you know, Aaron called out that, uh, I finally got in a, 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 a group one of something. Look at you. Of, Look at you. You did. <laughs> Congratulations. Of the least competitive, hardware queue that I've gotten into, got into the first group. But um, funny thing about some of those Playdate reviews, uh, the thing that stood out to me is that apparently that crank is kind of flimsy. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just like, but that's the, the, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Like, Oh, man. Why wouldn't you make that thing as solid as you possibly could? Yeah, that was uh, that was not great. And then uh, the fact that it's not backlit, like I've seen a lot of comparisons to, like, hey, let's break out the old Game Boy Color or the original GBA, and like the yeah. uh, what's her name, uh, 
She was on Kind of Funny today. Ah, fuck. Game. Anyway, I'm going to find it. What's her name? Garcia? Yes. What's her first name, though? Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I need to give her credit. What are their Twitter handles? I'm, I'm I'm struggling here. Oh boy. Um, she hosted kind of funny games daily today. Um, did she really? Yeah. Anyway, she did. Uh, she did a funny video where she <laughs> she had her brother drive her around at night uh, with her Game Boy Color in her in her lap next to the play date, and she confirmed that you will need to do all of your game playing in the streetlights. Uh, you know, which reminded me of. You know, when you're playing in the back seat with your on your Game Boy and you have to like kind of wait for the next street light to come by to be able to do a couple things and then you can't see anything. And now you can play in the street light and that was a, a wonderful um wonderful image in my head. Anyway, I I'm still charmed as fuck by the uh design of the play date. Janet. Thank you, Janet Garcia. Janet Garcia. Thanks for pulling that out off for me. Um So yeah, and I'm actually Going back to your Unreal thing, kind of curious about their game development platform, but we'll deal with that later. Um, curious about their whole um, release schedule for the games. Apparently, like they're doing the, they're gonna, it's going to uh, come with twenty games, but you're going to get two games a week or every two weeks, um, and it's going to be based on the day that you basically the first the first day you connect to Wi-Fi on your device is when your your, oh. your calendar will start. So, because they're so going to they kind of have them like in the pipeline mm-hmm. already. Yes. Interesting. But they didn't want people. And that's baked into your hardware purchase? Sounds like it. Like, I it's mean. It's not like a subscription. Right. At least okay. the first year. And they might, they okay. might do a season two and I'm sure that will cost money, but that gotcha. was part of the, the base purchase. So, um, you know, it'll be, <laughs> you know, if, if. A couple of us get that. I was like, do I wait and make sure we started on the same day so we can both be excited about the same games? Because that's kind of the appeal a little bit to that to that system. But um, but I think it's the best solution that they could do so people didn't actually feel like they're falling behind. If they're going to have to, like, it's going to take them a while to get through group one to fulfill those orders. They couldn't, there yeah. was no hard, hard date. And if you, I don't know, if you were at the tail end of group one, but it was, you know, week, the week where games 12 and 13 came out, you'd feel like you kind of missed a little bit of the, like you'd still have those other games, but you missed kind of the fun there. So that's, that's, I want to see how it goes, but I, I, I guess I really just want to talk about like, there's, there's rooms for different handhelds now. Like we've got, we've got a gamut of them now. If you look from play date to switch to the steam deck and, yeah. um, trying to think of what I actually, miss in handhelds or what like features are 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 missing um because there's got there's got to be room uh between the playdate and the switch and there's got to be things that nintendo can do better with their super nintendo switch that you know isn't quite at steam deck level um and also you said like oh no now now i remember the rma rate for horrible night steam decks is not not doing so hot right now. Fuck. No, I don't have a Steam Deck right now. I no longer own one uh, because it is on its way back to Valve because 
after Josh had RMA his because it was wobbly and electrocuted him at every <laughs> chance it could get because something was wrong with the power supply. Um, I was, I was, um, spoilers, it's my shout out, but I was firing up No Man's Sky to check out this outlaw update and I couldn't scan anything and I kept pushing the L3 button and I was like, why am I not, why isn't this working? This is so weird. Uh, it turns out my L3 button doesn't work and this is a problem that other people have Uh. had when I finally searched for it on Reddit. And the only solution is to send your entire unit plus power supply back to valve and then basically as soon as they get it and scan the barcode they will ship out uh, a new unit back to you so they're supposed to get it tomorrow so hopefully by the end of the week i see one but i'm guessing probably um next week i'll finally have my steam deck back and then i get to load everything back on it and do all that do you think you'll get your steam deck or a new one I think it'll be a new one is my guess because they're going to turn it around. It's supposed to turn around so fast. So I just don't think they'll have time to do the mm. repair and all the quality checks and stuff that they should be doing. I hope um, before they turn around around. So my guess is they have inventory set aside for RMAs, um, which is pretty standard for, for companies that are selling this stuff. So that's my guess. Um, but I did take a, a picture of my, my uh serial code and all that stuff so we'll see <laughs> okay nice, uh, nice. what i get back because i'm kind of curious so <laughs> i love that that went through your head too um yeah i feel like i'm real excited for my steam deck and also equally excited for the next version of the steam deck i just feel like they're taking yeah. rigorous notes right now but i do feel like there's a they won't do it but there is a sony level handheld above that at some point of just like here's a awesome device that has specs that you're going to design games for um that are just specific to that platform that don't have the scale i guess of uh of the steam deck if that makes sense i do think yeah um somebody could do that if it's a if it's a game pass machine or if it's a um then another playstation handheld but i still again i can't see them taking that risk so i don't know who makes it but i still think there's room up up top um above the super well, versatile machine. I think I think that's one of the the strangest things and and honestly it's kind of weird that Nintendo of all companies did this because they had so much success with their handhelds. Um but that we have moved into this this place where you know you're you're just playing regular video games but they can be taken to be handheld but they're not bespoke handheld designed video Mm. games you know that was that was kind of the thing before the switch is you had games that were specifically designed for the vita you had games that were specifically for the 3ds um and they were their own things and they and and they only had to operate within their hardware specs they didn't need to be they couldn't be compared where, you know, it's like, oh, how does this game run on the Steam Deck versus running on a, you know, 3080 Ti? And I'm like, well, that's not f- fair at all. Like, why are we even making this comparisons? And, but, you know, Valve kind of followed Nintendo with like this hardline stance of like, we're not going to let people develop games that are just for the Steam Deck. And I kind of read that and I was like, I think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they're, I think there is something to, you know, 
we've talked about it numerous times on the show and uh you know it did very well in, in our grimmies but like like a game like astral chain that had to design itself within the specs that it had but made the most of that really stood out as uh uh an achievement of 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 skill of you know really accomplishing something and i think that if you if you're just trying to design games that can run from anywhere from an ultra wide, you know, like I said, like a 3090 TI or whatever, like you're, you're, you've got your super, super high end. And then you're trying to like also make this run on mobile games. Like I, it just feels like there's going to be like this increasing tension that's going to exist there. And I don't really know what you do about that. And so, and Nintendo kind of has that too, because everything has to be able to be played docked. Like that's, you know, short Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the like, um, experience, like unique experience stuff. Like there was, what was the one game where you put the switches together and it would create like the little clubhouse game stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, but that's Nintendo stuff. Like, so they can get away with whatever they want, but as far as other people developing on their platform, you know, you're, you're required to be able to play it docked as well. So it just feels like if that is the if that is what the the protocol is going forward then it's always going to be beef up the hardware on the mobile like keep making it better because when i have my nintendo switch docked i want to be playing at least 1080 60 frames per second mm-hmm. minimum like yeah yeah minimum like even and even now like that's kind of hilarious given what the playstation 5 and xbox series x are able to pull off so so it just puts these portable console because they they (laughs) then they always run into the problem that i i will say is these the biggest weakness of the steam deck is that that battery just cannot cannot deal with that um that requirements that are put on it for very long that and like I mean, if I still you want to play it 60 frames per second, you're going to pay for it. The fact that it also sounds like a laptop fan, like that's that's yep, that's, the fan is loud, it, it and it's heavy. Mm-hmm. I think it's heavy because they do have such a big battery in there, like they're not trying, it's mm-hmm. just running a game at 60 frames per second requires a huge amount of power, and you can only do that for so long. And so, it's like it's like we're we're optimizing for the worst case scenario for portable like we want better graphics we want better frame rates we want you know bigger experiences but because it's living in both worlds it's not just portable it's also a console that really fights against the things that make a portable great which is like being able to play for four to six hours um on a single charge like like you know connectivity like how long did it take nintendo switch to get bluetooth like audio like just to be a thing even though it was on board they just didn't want to support it so it's like it's just very weird to try and figure out how you fight for which one knowing that one is going to cost the other yeah and i don't know if that's uh that that's a great thing. Maybe it's it's better to have some dedicated mobile devices that do have some more restrict restrictive specs. Um, so yeah. Because going away from the high end, I mean, that's a little bit of this charm of of the play date. Um, you know, um, 
you have to make a game specifically for it, but they're also, you know, the tech specs, you know, if it's going to run well. Um, and I still feel like I've been, I, so I've been listening to this, uh, um, series that, uh, the eggplant, uh, pop podcast has been doing their little video game podcast. Um, they've been doing a retrospective on super Mario world, which has been super, super interesting to look at back at that game. And they didn't say it, but they alluded to basically, uh, the art style of super Mario world kind of being perfect in that, like that, um, that's just the definition of that 16 bit era and everything yeah. running to spec and running well. And it's almost like, I still think like if you could get, um, you know, you've seen the work of like the shovel Knight devs and, and other retro game, um, developers that they try to develop to those old Nintendo specs or the old super Nintendo specs. And like, I feel like there's a market for a handheld that hits, has the graphic prowess of somewhere in between the super Nintendo and a PlayStation one. Yeah. Um, that if you did that machine super well, there's enough indie games out there that want to hit that spec that you could have a great library of dedicated games and have a handheld that, could last 20 last a full day or whatever you need and be comfortable and um you know and it not feel like a kind of a, a niche product but i feel like there's there's almost like this itchio i have this itchio machine in my head of like uh-huh. a, a, a way to almost take that platform and, the, and and have a dedicated space for those games to also get discovered and not have to compete with uh, Nintendo's library or or a Game Pass library to stand out. Um, that they're, um, I want that just ultimate Game Boy Advance. I think is what I'm after. Of like, there was something yeah. perfect about that machine. You know, that thing had enough iterations too with the SP, and you could do different different form factors along that line. But still, just if we just agree to almost lock into this retro these retro specs, I think there's enough developers and players that want to play games at that level on the go that um it could uh um lend itself to being a nice experience and not feel like you're missing anything out from um you know our current mobile gaming devices are our phones and it just i don't know having that cool looking dedicated device that's what i like about the play date there might still be um an audience for that stuff yeah for sure um and then the last little shot I wanted to go to is like, and I can't remember if you and I have ever talked about this, but like the Playdate also reminds me of all those little Tiger Electronics handhelds. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Nintendo's put out um, a couple Game & Watch games. They did the Super Mario Brothers one and the, and the Legend of Zelda one, which I think are, yeah. are great, uh, especially for those two games um, and have a, a good form factor for that. But um, I've always kind of wondered like what a modern tiger handheld would look like that could work like the play date as far as a platform goes that it's going to keep downloading games that are of that that resolution and you already have the i don't know you have the the controller built in um and you can kind of expand on that library as well like um i'd like to see i feel like that's where play date could they could mess with that stuff they're already kind of in yeah. that in that space so um um i'm sure Panic, the panic teams they're 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 super smart and creative i'm, I'm curious yeah. what they they're probably you know they've been trying to launch this thing for like three years i think it was originally supposed to ship in 2020 um, oh wow um 
So I'm sure they have a lot of ideas since then. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's fun to see something like this hit the market. Who knows? I will definitely show it off when I have it and kind of pass that around. But um, I don't think I'll put like, you know, 20 hours of gameplay into the thing, but I will check it out and show it off. And uh, yeah. it looks cool. I think its little dock was going to look cool on my desk. And yeah, it's uh feels rightly priced for that stuff too. So uh, let's, yeah, let's check in. What do you want to talk about with your uh, games of the week? Justin, <laughs> we had an epic week. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Honestly, I mean, I'm biased because I was a part of it, but I think it was the best week of <laughs> world of golf that I have ever seen transpire. Uh, we went blow for blow uh, basically the entire week. And I think it came down to, I think it came down to two days. Mm-hmm. Um, one day that I eagled and you birdied. And then one day I birdied and you parred. Yep. Um, yep. And that's, that's all that separated us from uh, just a crazy, I mean, we had so many birdies. Uh, and I think it was the funny nuts. thing is we're both doing that. And with as much, villainy as we've built up around that game and a certain player because he was not in contention it had a different tone to it in that every day i think we both had the same reaction like when we would get a when when i would get done playing and i would have a birdie and we'd be like well there's no way i can do that tomorrow like yeah like (laughs) i've gotten two of these in a row this isn't like I'm done. This is going to fall off the rails at some point and then it'll be fun yeah and then i see i was like well he got it he's gonna run away with it but it's just Whew, it can it could go south quickly, but it did not. You you you'd almost had a perfect round. Like I I man, minus I, six in seven days, pretty good. Yeah, so so close. <laughs> um, it was super fun. Um, and and like it's on top of the fact that like world golf is just really um, it's really humming right now. I think it's just taking a lot of stress off of me not like not having to worry about scores being submitted, and like I just feel like. It's like reshape the competition sure. because it's not like you can be excited now. Like you, you can actually keep track of what people have and like, like you're, you're keeping an eye on it. Um, the crazy thing for me too is, um, I technically won last week, but that did not feel like a win. No, I mean, we had everybody a won. Tie. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I blew it on Sunday. I really could have won that one outright and I didn't do it. And so this one felt, this one felt legit. This one felt like I, Finally, could keep it going and string it together, and and be able to uh, to to pull out the win. But I had a ton of fun. Um, <laughs> you tend to play a lot earlier than I did, so like that was the other thing. Is like I just got to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, if I screw this up, I'm toast. Like I, I that's will be it. So it's just like every time was just like it was just like returning a volley in tennis. Like it's just like oh man, they have to watch. I, I all barely day. got that one. <laughs> yeah. I better get this next one. Uh, I deba- and then, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go. Ahead. I said I, deba- I debated on is on Sunday morning and being like, because I do, I play it first. I usually play it because I'm still awake. Um, I'll play it before I go to bed. Um, but I debated on. I was like, well, maybe I should like just sit on the score all day, like to. But I was like, but no, I haven't done that all week, and I don't do that. So I'm like, now nah, I'll just post my score when I post my score because I don't because I've gotten used to playing that early. I don't like seeing other people's scores before I play mm. because I don't want to know how difficult the word might be. I was like, I'm just going to keep yeah. doing my thing. I that have messes with your head. Yeah. Like there was one of those days where it was like a couple of people posted sixes and I'm like, well, this will be the one, this will be the one where I'll like not get it. And I'll like post a plus three. 
Um, and I didn't. And so that was good. But now do you always play on your phone? Yes. Okay. Cause you kind of have to, that's, where, like my streak, you have that's to keep... where my, hold on. Let's see. That's how many days. That's where my streak is. Uh, that is where my 110 uh, day streak is. So I'm not okay. fucking with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a thing is like, I had the, the bar mitzvah on Saturday and I was like, oh, I should play before I go. And then I didn't. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to like make sure I get this in during our downtime. Because if I forget to play, mm-hmm. that's a triple bogey. And that would suck. Um, and, but then I was like, well, if I play on my phone, it won't know who, I'm, who I am. So then it won't count. And the, then my streak will be messed up. So I didn't do that. So I had to come home and play. Because I play on my computer. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. That was fun. Uh, also... Uh, as of today, it's a four-way tie because there was four birdies mm. today, which was nuts. And I also passed my – I have more birdies than pars now, which is I'm pretty happy about. Holy shit, cool. no way. Yeah, I have 34 birdies and 33 pars. I'm not even close. I am uh, 49 pars and 28 birdies. So. Yeah, but you haven't lost, and I have lost yes. a couple of times. I have four so. sixes. Yeah. And tw- yeah. 24 fives. I have 28 birdies, 28 threes, and 24 fives. Yeah. So it was a good World Golf Week. It made me, uh, <laughs> yeah. it made me happy again. It, taking that week off was a really good idea for me. I, need, I just needed to like I think get my head straight. and uh, I think even our villain has to like it a little bit more because it's taking some of the... The pressure. Yeah, off. we can't get as mad about him uh, coming in on a Sunday and submitting four scores and <laughs> suddenly being in the lead. That's the worst. Uh, I did. I did fire up No Man's Sky okay. because of that outlaw. I was like, "What is that?" Um, pirates. Pirates. They're everywhere. <laughs> like and just constantly. Like they're just like, "Oh, pirates are attacking." I'm like, "But why?" I'm on like this nothing planet why are they coming after me? I didn't, I didn't totally understand what was going on. Um, and my, my playthrough is still very early. Like I haven't put a lot of hours into that, that particular, um, game. And it kind of just felt like you kind of just need to lay off of me. Cause I don't really feel like I should be, I'm not a threat right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like literally like flying around in just the clunker of a ship right now. And like, it just doesn't feel like, this is but the thing is the pirates aren't tough like i just kept shooting them down but then i'm just like i don't know what the point of this is so i don't know i don't know if i'll i'll keep checking that out or you know if i'm gonna have to go pirating on the high seas instead of the uh space seas but i'll i'll install it we'll we'll figure it out okay um but yeah that's it that's so, it for me so no elden ring with john no playstation elden ring uh, no we um uh, my wife was going out of town for a couple of days, so we didn't we didn't line up on Tuesday. But we will try again this Tuesday. I really hope that it happens because I think it's going to be. Hilarious. I just I just want to know That's what so John is in Elden Ring. Um, he's playing. He's a confessor. Okay. Uh, he's going to get murdered all the time. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh. That tends to happen at the beginning of that game. Mm-hmm. Can't all be. Uh, the one shot guy. Let me solo her. Yeah, that one. That was. Woo. I like. I, I had it's... read about it, and it didn't sink in. I watched the whole video, and I was like, "Wait a second. He didn't get hit. 
Like no. it's just because <laughs> if he gets hit once, he'll be dead. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. Uh, we're gonna get out of here with the hype train. It's oh man, just try to keep up this week. Oof. New releases, this is too much hype. New releases that I found. I th- oh, there's probably some other stuff on Steam if you want to dig, but these are the ones Game Informer called out, and Kotaku took the week off. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed coming to Switch this week. Uh, and also, Teardown is going 1.0 on PC. Oh. So like I said. Teardown's pretty fun. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's not enough to like really hook you in, but like if you do a couple puzzles, they're fun, and it's it's fun to mess around that sandbox. I mean, The Force Unleashed, it's a game I love um, because I just don't think there have been enough video games that have broken free of the shackles of the movies and just been like, what can we do in this universe? That would be crazy. Um, and that, that game tries to kind of answer that question. Uh, you know, the, the story is, um, it, it leaves you wanting, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's also, wasn't that like a 360 game? I feel like the game's really old. <laughs> oh shit. That's force unleashed. That's not, um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> no, no, this game is yeah, really that's, old. That's, that's 360. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is a bonkers arc. That's a fun arcade game. That is a fuck. That is a broken Star Wars game. That is fun to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's that's it's, fun. It's a romp. And why don't I mean at this point? Why wouldn't you just like package one and two together too? Yeah, that doesn't really mix because I think I feel like they even did sell like a bundle. I can't that even, had both of them. I can't remember which one I played. I game flied it. I remember that. Oh wow! Um, I think it was the first one. That's a blast! That um, does it end with you force pulling a star destroyer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That yes. Is, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was just like yes, please, let's do more of this. This seems insane. And then, um, and then also that I think that character was like that game was popular enough that they threw that character into one of the soul caliber games if i remember right um oh really yeah alongside the yoda the star killer guy um yeah so two games uh we've already played are the new releases for this week uh so hot week what are you hyped about what's what are you gonna play this week i'm gonna be i'm gonna do some more learning okay uh i'll be in unreal engine 5 uh probably more this week um because i do want to learn about lumen and uh I've got an idea bouncing around in my head, but I don't quite have the the tools that I need yet. So there's another there's another part of the course that I really want to do, um, so that I can kind of like kind of you know get my bearings and figure out what I can can achieve to get some you know MVP out the door. Um, but uh, as far as what I'm gonna play, I do want to start. Um, uh yakuza kiwami 2 mm-hmm. um continue my 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 run through the yakuza games because i'm really looking forward to getting into three four five and six uh i'm even kind of i, I i'm far enough away from it that i think the pain has subsided that i'm i'm looking forward to getting into like a dragon again because i did really like that game up until sure. i hated it so are you just gonna pick up where uh, you left off no, I'm going to start over. Okay. All right. Um, so I, 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 hopefully I can figure out whatever it was that was eluding me, um, to, to, to make sure that I, I can enjoy the end of that game. Cause that something was just wrong there. 
and hopefully I wasn't just playing um, uh, Persona, Persona <laughs> game, because the end of those games suck. I play some Persona 5. What can I play Persona 5 on? I play that on PS5, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'd play that. Um, I'm not kidding. I, just kidding. I don't have time for JRPG. I am... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of messing around. It's honestly another big board game week. Um, we've got a couple nights planned, so um, that does that uses up the same time my video games might use up. But hmm. you know, I'll play some Elden Ring in the evenings. Um, Forgive me, Father's kind of my PC game right now. But I might when I boot up that PS5, I might say, "Hey, Elden Ring, we've got a good place for a break. Uh, I love you, um, your game of the year." Uh, but I would like to go play some Horizon because. That game I at least could just kind of chunk out if that makes like I could just do missions yeah. and, and kind of I think I can get through it. I, I like it. I've seen some recent videos of some of some dinosaurs I hadn't seen that looks real cool. So that's still out there. Um, but yeah, just looking forward to Dorf Romantic and Rogue Legacy Two going 1.0 next week. So that'll or no, that's the 28th. Still got yeah. Uh, got to hold my breath a little bit for that. So maybe I'll get a play date or a new car to entertain myself in the meantime. There you go. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for the Night Force Action Report. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. Hope you enjoyed the conversation, and we will return next week. Mm-hmm.